Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Welcome to the YMM Podcast. As always, I'm Totsky. Uh, no Steve, Ash, or Tito this week, because you guys got me for a very special episode, uh, a very special series of episodes, actually, coming up. Um, some Something that uh, I've been doing for a while, and something that I've been wanting to do uh, in celebration of our big event that we got coming up on February 22nd. So hopefully everyone knows by now, but if you don't, February 22nd, a Saturday, we got a big event going on down at the Cannon Recital Theater. It's the Winter Winter Reels event uh, as part of the 2014 Winter Play Festival. Um, it's going to be a great night. we got some local films that we're going to screen, uh, the ones that were created for the 100-hour film challenge. Uh, John Mick, Phil McMurray's own comedian, is back up. He's going to do some comedy routines for us. Uh, he's going to do a set for us. And then we got the live episode of the 100th edition or the 100th episode of the YMN Podcast that we're going to do on stage, and it's going to be really fun. Got some surprises coming on. Tickets are on sale now, folks. Um, they're only 13 bucks, Low price, about three hours of entertainment. The bar is going to be there. It's going to be a great night. Um, go check it out, ymnpodcast.com. You'll see the banner right on the front, uh, right on the top of the page. Click on it. Uh, it's got the links there to the Keanu box office to grab your tickets. It's going to be a great night. Uh, it's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, for those that want to get involved with the film challenge, because we got $2,000 in prizes and uh, uh, awards up for grabs, uh, that kickoff for that for the 100-hour film challenge is going to be on February 12th uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, so definitely get your teams together to, to enter the challenge, because if you submit a video, you get to come into the, the entertainment event on the 22nd for free. Uh, it's all... It's all sounds really confusing in my head right now because uh, it's kind of like two events but really it's just one but it's all laid out nice and fancy on the websites ymmpodcast.com and ymmfma.com uh, it's going to be a great night uh, the, the February 22nd event like I said John Mix they're going to with some comedy he's hilarious uh, we can't wait so definitely uh, definitely join us because this is what we're going to do right now is we're going to uh, take you through the origin story of the YMM podcast, because three years ago, hell, no one remembers three years ago, and I'm sure, I hope, that we've gotten some new listeners then, uh, since then, that really haven't gone back in and, and found out what we were all about, because, wow, it's a lot of shows ago. And that's what brings me here with you guys today. Um, 100 episodes. Wow. Uh, I'm sure you guys heard this quote before, and, and uh, in the media, and also the... Uh, the websites that I've been saying the last little while, uh, I didn't 
people didn't think we'd do 10. I don't think Tito and I thought we'd do 10, uh, let alone uh, uh, 100. Uh, but it's turned into such an amazing beast that uh, literally, uh, I can't, it's hard to describe. And hopefully within the next couple of weeks, as I take you guys on this journey of the Y-Man podcast, our origin story, if you will, um, maybe I'll find the right words to say it. Um, I've always told people the reason why I do the podcast uh, initially, which is what we're going to find out today, uh, has definitely changed somewhat. And uh, But it's always been a kind of a form of therapy for me. And whether there was one listener or whether there was hundreds upon thousands, and really, who knows? <laughs> uh, we always joke around that no one listens to the show, and maybe people don't, but... Uh, we'd like to think people do. Uh, it, it didn't matter, because the point is uh, bringing people in around to discuss, whether it be Fort Mac issues, uh, whether it be just sitting around discussing movies, talking about events, current events around the world. Like To me, that's what it was all about, and, and that's what it's become, and, and that's what I love about it. This is what we're here today for. I want to take you guys on the Wyman Podcast origin stories. And today we're going to go through our very first episode of Just Tito and I. Um, we're going to jump into the DeLorean. We're going to head back to February of 2011. I believe the date that sticks out in my head is February 26th. I'm pretty sure, scratch that, we actually recorded on the 25th of February. It was, was a Friday night, and it was the very first episode that Tato and I recorded, and I actually uploaded it on the 26th. It's not really a surprise or a shock of how we got the podcast started. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts for, for several years, up until we started the, this one, and I was always a big fan of it. I always a big, uh, was a big fan of what it did, getting people to talk and discuss. Uh, just magic can happen at that point and, and that's what we're going to show you uh, through these next couple of podcasts um what can be created just by sitting around talking about shit with your friends so i've been bugging i've been wanting to do one for a while and i was bugging tito to 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 come do it with me and, and I, we're going to go into it here in the, in the first part of episode one but uh cue us sitting down myself and tito sitting down at the dining room table on a cold frosty uh, night, February 25th, 2011. Uh, we literally have a small Olympus voice recorder that I think I bought that day, as well as two uh, Xbox-type headsets. Um, so literally, it's like, like what the sports commentators wear, um, which <laughs> turned out was quite the mistake, because apparently I breathe through my nose, is what you'll find out in this first episode. Um so yeah, thank the two of us. We we got our little notepad of the topics we wanted to create. Um, we already thought of the, the the name of it, Wyman Podcast, and uh, let's let's go on a journey of uh, of episode one of the Wyman Podcast. Um, I want to show you a few clips. Uh, I'm gonna kind of cut in between and just talk about a little bit of it. Uh, we're just we're gonna dissect episode one right now. So. Let's start it off. We started off all fucked up, too. We actually, uh, we started off with a, a song, uh, Gob, uh, License from a Cereal Box. Um, it's a punk band song that I grew up with in high school, and I think the reason why I chose it as our, as our first song, because we didn't even have theme music. We didn't even know what we were going to do. We didn't know how far this was going to go. Uh, but the reason why I chose that is because uh, it's basically about people that can't drive, which 
definitely have we have a lot of them for Mac, and and there's just the the beeping intro with the big traffic jam, and I thought it was funny because I'm pretty sure back in 2011, which seems like forever ago, even though it was only three years. Uh, there are still all kinds of traffic problems. Uh, of course, even worse now. Uh, it was even worse then, and finally we got uh, all the overpasses constructed now. Construction on those were just starting then, so it was pretty crazy. So let's kick it in. Let's enjoy it. Let's fathom. Let's sit back, grab some booze, and uh, let's hear us start off uh, the YMN podcast uh, three years ago. Let's have a listen to the first part of episode one. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. This is the inaugural one. Yes, it is. Um, well, uh, I was apprehensive when you asked me to do it because I didn't know what this was going to be about. It all right, uh, Todd's got all these notes on his little notepad. <laughs> I don't have a pen. I need a fucking pen. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, wow, these should have been wireless, hey? Although they do have some slack. Anyway, um, okay, so you go ahead and talk about why you feel that there needs to be a four-member podcast. I bet there's another one. I bet someone else... Like with a better opinion of our, probably like all Greenpeace action activity too. Like, gotta take the system down, man, from the inside. I've heard of people actually doing a podcast before. Yeah, but it's simply like, oh, I just want to air my opinions. Ah. No one's actually came and centered around this town itself. Mm-hmm. And I just feel that Portland Marie's got such a bad rap mm-hmm. that it needs to have an insider's view of people that actually live here. That's a good point. That actually been here that they. Know the problems, mm-hmm. but are actually not going to sit there and say, "Well, Fort McMurray's a hellhole." I thought I thought this was going to be a, p- a podcast about our own personal opinions <laughs> about stuff. Well, okay, it is our own personal <laughs> opinions, but to me, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah. Well, no, no. I, I guess what you're saying, like, uh, no, I get the whole thing with the bad press because uh, we need to organize our thoughts because otherwise we're not going to get anything done. What was that thing with that sign uh, today with free? What was it? Oh, thinkfree.ca. Thinkfree. We'll get. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But are we gonna uh, start with like a little disclaimer or anything? Or? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I plan to do a lot of swearing. Uh, okay. Cool. Uh, all right. So um, disclaimer. Uh, Todd and I are not. Ec- Why am I the one? Okay. Todd and I are not experts about anything in particular. And uh, you'll see that by listening to this podcast. Um, we do not think that our opinion is more important than other people's opinion. We are not experts in any sort of field, including oil and gas. So don't take what we say as fact. <laughs> but also, um, I mean, I guess our validity is the same as anyone from Greenpeace uh, that uh, that has an opinion about the oil sense. Because honestly, well, a lot of the inf- – well, no, it's, it, it's internet information. It's like you go to Wikipedia, you find out the same shit, right? Yeah, but I think, be, like... Yeah, bring it on, Greenpeace! Well, look, 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 the people from Greenpeace are getting... His name's Todd! The he people, lives... <laughs> the people from Greenpeace, you're getting from fucking Brazil, fucking England, Germany. 
they don't know. They don't yeah. live here. We know as much as we can from like we live right in the heart. Yeah, well, we, of, of the oil and well, gas. Well, I mean, industry. were you born here, Todd? I was not. Oh, so I was just gonna Get say, the fuck off. <laughs> I wasn't born here either, but I've been here. I, I was. Uh, I've. Uh, I grew up here since I was three. So I mean, I used to know this town when it was a lot, lot smaller, right? So you probably have more of an insight than I do, which is not really. Gonna, which I was gonna <laughs> say. I was having a conversation with a place I work with these people. Mm-hmm. What my idea for the podcast was gonna be. Mm-hmm. I said I want to talk about Fort McMurray issues. I want to kind of bring in a local's thought into the limelight about Fort McMurray. Right. And this chick asked me, she's like, what gives you the right to talk about Fort McMurray? Like, you got me, some fat kid that just came in here when he was in grade six. You, what, you've been here since three. Since I was three, yep. But you get more of a valid opinion than I do. No, that's, you know what, it's not, I don't think it's about validity. It's just about, like, um, the, the whole point is, if you're going to put something out there, you have to be uh, ready for people to tear it to shreds. I mean, that's what the internet is based on, right? right. Like right now, I know for a fact that my group of friends from Edmonton, they're uh, like, it was so funny because um, uh, a friend of mine, his brother is a very talented photographer and he is actually a very talented photographer in his own right. And his brother started a photography podcast, right? This guy's been doing wedding photography since I think 2001 or 2002. But like the whole thing is like, why should they do a podcast? Well, why shouldn't they do a podcast, right? We all, we're all entitled to a voice. This is in Egypt. <laughs> We're, we're allowed no to. Gonna not at least yet. Yeah. Get shut down in the just, middle of the night. Actually, just say enough. I was in Safeway getting these coffees, and the police were there because, like, I guess it was a stolen vehicle. But <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's unrelated. You nervous or what? Yeah, exactly. Like, shit, the passport. Us, <laughs> Bring my passport out. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's. It, I guess the whole thing is like, if if you're gonna have an opinion, get ready for someone to. Uh, you know, tear it, tear it, tear it down, right? But I mean, it's it's all about like, who cares? Honestly, like, this is our opinion, and if people are going to tear it down, fine, that's fine. But like, I mean, if people want to listen to it, find it humorous or find it insightful in any way. Which, by the way, you guys shouldn't. We're not experts in anything. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> we are uh, experts. Yeah. See, this is where I disagree with you what? already. We are experts in Fort McMurray. What? Oh, the, the real I, life, <laughs> life experience, the real life experience in Fort McMurray. We we know the mean streets of Fort McMurray because we Bullshit. grew up here. We grew up here. You said if you're you, here. Okay, if, if you've known me since high school, you know that my parents never let me go out during high school. Really? I, oh yeah, my, like they're old school, like old school strict, right? So like, you've never done the Canada Day fucking. Well, I suppose. well, I have. It's just my parents were always really, really strict with me, right? So really, oh yeah. Like I'll oh. never forget. Like a former Murray staple is going down to the Canada Day fireworks and just wandering aimlessly. Like here I am in grade ten, mm-hmm. living in Thickwood, and yeah, we're gonna go check out the fireworks, wandering through the woods. 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, watching these fireworks pitch black, and I've never had a problem with that. You know, you're like this close from being that kid on the milk carton. Todd's gone missing. His his body was found without underwear in the woods. Just what, anally raped? Uh, um, yeah, but I think, no, I think it's valid. I mean, there's a ton, like, if you look at, actually, speaking of which, where are you going to host this, this podcast? Eh, we'll start off with, you know, like, just SoundCloud. And- what, SoundCloud? You never heard of SoundCloud? No, the cloud. Speaking of way again, go right to the cloud. <laughs> no, it's just the site where you can upload stuff, and like it's literally like the YouTube of MP3s. Oh, okay, start there. Wait till we become massively popular. Well, I mean, I mean, why, why don't you? Why don't you create a? Yeah, I was gonna say, why don't you create a website? Web hosting. I think it's possible. The yeah. logo you designed was just peachy, so it's corny. <laughs> uh, to be it fair, it like, like it took me five to ten minutes to do <laughs> didn't it. Didn't I like text you at like? Four, four and I had it done at like four ten. <laughs> well, no, it, I mean it wasn't bad. Fuck you. 
Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So in terms of validity, I mean, it doesn't matter. There's tons of people with their opinion on the internet that have no, uh, don't have no idea what they're talking about. We're not, we're not assuming that we know everything about Fort Marie. but the thing is like, there's a lot of bad media in Fort Marie. Even people that have come from Fort Marie that have left Fort Marie are just yes, like, like you fuck that believe. town, blah, blah, blah. I'm out of this shithole. And I mean, to be fair, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm one of those people in the sense that I was like, oh, work at Fort Marie, pay off my student loans and <laughs> leave. Right. But well, the thing is, I, you know what? I can, you can't deny that it's done a lot for me like, and it's, it's done a lot for us. Right. So see, that's why I want your opinion in on this, this podcast. Cause you kind of got like the double-edged sword going on. Yeah. You, well, you're, you're born and raised, well, not so much born, but you're raised in Fort Marie. Yeah, the day walk you, out. You know, you, you, you know the issues. But yet, you got this place in Edmonton. I, I really don't care about the issues. That's the whole thing. Like, I'll tell you right now, when the whole Egypt story broke, I was just like, what's going on in Egypt? <laughs> Dr. Doom's taking over Latveria? <laughs> Somebody managed, call the Avengers! You managed to convert every current event Actually, some when, when we start, okay, okay, well, dude, I'm, yeah, exactly. Uh, my friends would, uh, would argue that DC has better arcs, but we'll see. Um, okay, cool. So I guess we've gone past validity here. So let's let's go into like some of the stuff that you wanted to talk about today. So I guess the first thing would be uh, the think free, unless you want to keep talking about. This. No, we can just keep going. Uh, like wanna... I said, like the biggest thing I wanted to make sense with this podcast was I wanted to give us an insider's view about what goes on in the right. Mac. It, it never really affected me until like this one time. I believe it was like 2006. Mm-hmm. Went to Orlando, did the whole Disney World, had a great ass time. On my way back, got my boarding passes. Orlando, Edmonton, Edmonton, Fort Mac. Mm-hmm. Going through security, you know, in the States, they got to make you take off your shoes, all that kind of crap. And I must have met the only chatty fucking security guard there because he just wanted to talk about everything. Yeah. Sitting there trying to pack my laptop, everything in my backpack. So he's looking at my boarding pass. He's like, oh, you're from Canada, eh? Hey, oh, bitch, it's really cold up there. <laughs> from oh, Canada, oh, eh? Oh, yeah, I know. It's, oh, so it's intentional? <laughs> it's like, man, fuck you. Fucking <laughs> joke. Then he flips over and then he sees Edmonton and Fort Mac. Yeah. And I didn't, who, who the hell knows about Fort McMurray in the southern United States? Mm. Yeah, okay. All of a sudden, this guy's like, Edmonton to Fort McMurray. Bet you there's a lot of money up there, isn't there? I was just like, what? He's like, yeah, everyone around here calls it Fort McMoney. Yeah. I'm shocked. I was like, how do you know this? He's like, oh, people talk about it when they fly here. Here's yeah. the kicker. He's like, I heard that place is a hellhole. Mm. And it was right then and there. I was like, how in the hell does this security guard all the way down in the southern United States Think that Fort McMurray is a hellhole. Like, where is he getting his information from? Like, is people talking about it that much? Well, you know, what, you know what? Like, wildfire? but here's the thing: it's the same. It's the same whole uh, premise of the media in general. I mean, bad news sells. People like to hear bad news. I mean, they don't like to hear it, but it fucking grabs headlines. It's not like you know, uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, it's like plus plus eighteen in uh, Edmonton for the weekend. Woo! Front page, right? <laughs> Like nobody, Fort nobody Murray cares. Minus twenty. Yeah, but nobody cares about that shit. I mean, like, look at this right now. Boudelier shows the state for provincial budgets omissions. Okay, hold on, say I that. don't even know what that means. Say that again. Boudelier. A Boudelier, okay. Boudelier shows the state. You know, you know what's funny omissions. about that? Uh, he was How can there. You swing when... that into an arc. Swing that into a Marvel I... arc right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 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 actually, no, no, uh, shows the state for provincial budget omission. Okay, okay, Tony Stark shows the state for Norman Osborn's uh, uh, control over Avengers Tower. There you go. <laughs> well, it's a good thing. Dark Siege, you should read it. It's actually, actually really, really good. Uh, or, yeah, no, Dark Rain and the Sea. Hey, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> That'll be another podcast. Um, no, interestingly enough, Boudelier, Boudelier, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy, Boudelier. He, he was there when I got my citizenship. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was the mayor of the town. Oh shit! What yeah, year with the, was this? 
Uh, I don't know. It was back when my mom had hair like uh, like <laughs> Ivan Drago's wife from Rocky Four. So I don't know. Whenever that hairstyle was, it, I've got a photo of it in my house. But whenever that hairstyle was, so it would have been like eighty nine, <laughs> early nineties, early nineties definitely. Because yeah, she was just, also was in the- um in uh fucking um Beverly Hills Cop two, which she was like in the intro. You Your know. Mom? She- <laughs> no, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's wife, who was Ivan Drago's wife oh, in uh, Rocky Four. Right, right, right. You know, perhaps we can be friends. <laughs> Guy Boudelier was the mayor of this very fair town yeah. in the early 90s, right before it became the regional municipality. With yes, Buffalo. that's so true. You're looking at a citizenship of like 91, 92. He has a very weak handshake. <laughs> I, was, I was maybe like 9 or 10, and I even... <laughs> Remember that King of the Hill? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bush. Oh, yeah. I don't respect for the president anymore. So anyway... That story, that that little incident that traumatized me in Orlando mm. was the first time I realized that this town had a negative image. Right. Call me fucking... Yeah, that was... That, it was then? Yes, it was then. <laughs> what, four years out of high school already, already working time mm, before mm, then, mm. and that's my first time it really hit me that people don't like this town. And, I didn't, oh. and it took me a while to figure out why. But think about it. 2006 was right around our first big boom. Right before it started, yep. So did this town have negative image before? I don't think it did. Oh, it did. Really? Oh, it totally did. Because a lot of people would be like, oh, it's a small town. It's a shithole. A lot of contractors, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's... Like, we're, we're, but you know what? We're part of hearing it, this information, part, though. From, you're sitting in high school. Dude, from the workers themselves. Like, you got to realize that when these people are, like, middle of winter, right now, in the middle of what we're in, the people are in... A, they're doing their night shifts and whatnot. They don't see the sun. Like, that has a huge impact on your quality of life. But I'm just saying... Where, what were you doing in high school where you're hanging around with all these workforce contractors in the middle of the night? No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that. I, dude, 2006, I was just getting out of university. So you were in Edmonton. Yeah. I guess you'd have more image there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Well, maybe it's just outside these walls. Like that, that 2006 was the first time that I r- really hit me hard. Mm. And that's when I started realizing shit. Like, I, this town that I love. Mm. Like, I, well, at that point, I shouldn't say I, I love it. Like, I just thought it was a normal town. Me being a military brat, constantly moving around. This is the place I've longest I've stayed in, in well, forever, right? I've been here since like '93. Right. Maybe it just realized that this was home to me, and then when I finally felt people started talking bad about my home, that's when I felt the need to defend it. Yeah, but I've always defended it very fucking blindly. Too. Yeah, well, no, not not blindly. It's just like you're kind of you like you're like an idealist in the sense that you always like to stick up for the little guy, which is ironic because the the oil sands isn't the little guy, right? They're no. actually the Goliath in the argument, right? Like, but you're looking at it from the internal looking out, and other people are looking at it from the external looking in. We're like, we got to take down Goliath, right? So, <laughs> well, we got to take down Fort Mac, the one that's going to provide Canada with. Yeah, we're, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> um, okay, so justifi- justification on the on the table. So, uh, okay, so think free. What's think free? I guess it's around along the same lines. All right. Well, that's the first. 15 or so minutes of our very first episode. Wow. <laughs> uh, we actually titled the episode Phantom Fatness, because um, as you can hear, uh, with the headsets we were wearing, uh, literally like the mic was like right at our mouth and under our nose, and you can hear this annoying-ass breathing that, of course, I was blaming Tito for, and Tito was blaming me for, and really it's just because uh, Fatty here didn't want to breathe through his mouth. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there's our first, uh, topics of why we shouldn't or should do a podcast. And, uh, 
I think some pretty compelling arguments. Uh, I, I can't help but just smile uh, listening to that. Uh, I still get a kick about Tito uh, not wanting to talk about himself or any aspect of his personal life. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. All right, so let's keep going into the highlights of episode one. Uh, I'm not sh- obviously I'm not we're not replaying the full episode, so if you definitely want to hear more, uh, go to the website, ymmpodcast.com, and hear the full thing, because uh, there's a few uh, different things we go into. But uh, let's go through some of the highlights here, where uh, Tito and I go on our first kind of rants and tangents that are pretty memorable. Yeah, no, uh, it, it is a problem, but I mean, we don't we don't have much much of a choice in it. It's coming, right? Like, And we don't have to say in it. Now, there was interesting, because um, I saw Doc... A couple of years back, made by uh, a Greenpeace group, which wasn't a very good doc because it was like one of those, like, you know, the crying Aboriginal guy. You know, it's like the pollution. And he's like, <laughs> you know, it was very much like that at the end of the doc. They're like flying out of Fort Mac and the chick's like weeping in the plane. I'm like, uh, what the whatever. Was uh, it, was, um, it was, I think at the time the working title was called To the Oil Sands. Okay. So here, here was the thing. They were pr- they were presenting it as an unbiased opinion of the oil sands and like, but the thing is, it was very biased. It was very much like uh, Michael uh, Michael Moore filmmaking. Nice. Where they're like, well, let's get an opinion of uh, people from Alberta. They go to a small town bar. <laughs> Diggers. Yeah, yes. and, and all of the all of the. And this is like people that are for the oil sands, right? And then the people that were anti the oil sands, there were obviously people that had an, an extremely, extremely anti opinion. There were like farmers that were losing farmland because of what would, well, not farmland, but they were losing, um, they were losing, what are you doing? I was trying to find my camera. I want to get like a candid child. Oh. Anyway, keep going. There, um, there was. Uh, I'm listening. I really yeah, am. There were farmers and people that were basically be, being being affected with, by it. Um, and uh, essentially, I mean, they, they they tried to present themselves as like the 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 good guys in the story. And I mean, it was interesting. The victim. Everyone likes to play. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. Like you don't. Yeah. Pretend, it's like I'm an asshole, and you're gonna watch my movie, right? <laughs> this is how it is, bitches. <laughs> um, but um. Choice. But uh, the problem was, uh, the thing is, it was really, really skewed opinion because the thing is they were presenting it to an audience because, like I said, it was an Edmonton and this was screening. They were presenting an audience that knew a lot more than they did about Alberta and about the oil sands. So they were trying to, they were trying to. Oh yeah, and they and and they they basically presented it. It was there at the, it was there at the screening, and it was like dead quiet at the end of the screening because everyone was just like, (laughs) who are these guys, right? But. uh, but yeah, just uh, what? Where was I on that? I forget. I just went on a tangent. Weeping, move, weeping girl. Yeah, yeah, horrible. yeah. Horrible. It didn't buy. The Edmonton didn't screen. Didn't buy into it. Yeah, but I don't know how I went into that from what we were talking about. Now, are we ready for this boom? Right, right, and the, that's the whole thing about the boom. <laughs> no, no. Well, we're next. Not. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, the next thing I want well, to talk about. I don't have an opinion on that, Tito. We can just keep going at all right now. <laughs> well, no, you, you were just talking about it. I was. Keep going. Okay. I just want to make sure. Do you, want, do you want another one? No, we're good. Okay, Let's okay. keep going. Okay, uh, plastic bags. You really want to jump into that? Or are we just going to go no balls I, deep I, already? I, what do you mean balls deep? <laughs> this is plastic bags. This isn't a big social issue. Okay, Bullshit, for the people. Have you tried? Look the, at the fucking I'll, stack you're sitting next to you right now. Okay, it's I, a mountain <laughs> of fucking fo- uh, cloth bags. Asbestos. <laughs> um, uh, for people not familiar with this, um, uh, was it this year or last year? Uh, September 1st, 2010. Right. Um, a, a law got passed in Fort Murray where uh, plastic bags that are commonly found in Safeway, as well as convenience stores, and any any place that you would be anywhere before you were able to get them, uh, became outlawed. 
and Someone in their place, school is a, 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 in their place. We've had uh, all these <laughs> bio bio bags, I guess, right? And amongst, okay, first of all, it was an inconvenience. It, it started as an inconvenience to a lot of people. They were basically, oh well, um, I, I, I've got to buy these bags, and I forget them at home, and then I got to buy more bags, and it ends up with people having piles of these fucking biodegradable <laughs> bags in their house. It's <laughs> a big pile, man. Oh no, I know. I, I've got I've got one just like it, right? And, and so this is this is becoming even worse. Because <laughs> these bags are everywhere. Uh, and uh, and the secondly, what was finding it, what what's starting to happen, and is uh, people that are care, uh, meat products, meat products that have to be wrapped. What ends up happening is now that there's well, another campaign that they're releasing that basically you should wash, wash these, these bags because otherwise you're gonna get salmonella or something else from like meat. <laughs> these bags will kill you yeah. and your family. <laughs> Do not let your child go near the bag. <laughs> I can or barely pants. wash my clothes, man. If you take a look in that bedroom right now, it's just like the mountain of fucking... Yeah, no, no, I guess the question is, is this a better solution to the plastic bags? Yes. I will say yes, it is. As much as I bitch, I complain. 90% of the time, it's for the humor aspect. It is, it is a pain in the ass, mm-hmm. especially when I go to the source, and I got it, and they're like, oh, do you want a bag, sir? I'm like, yes, because I didn't mm-hmm. think it's retail, right? Mm-hmm. You're allowed to get plastic bags. Mm-hmm. Extra dollar to get a fucking yes. reusable bag. It is good. As much of an inconvenience as it is, it is good for the environment. Now, what it, what is what are these bags made out of? Plastic. I know one has this big logo on that says, I used to be a plastic bottle. Right. Okay. Recycling plastic bottles. Yeah. Okay. I, I can get that. It, it sold me. As much of an inconvenience as it is, it sold me that it is better for the environment. And I do it, think that looks but, good for the city. But here we go. Yeah, and you're right. It, it, it's. It, I think first and foremost, the main basis of this, it's a, a big PR stunt for the city. Yeah. Basically saying... We're well, we're not as yeah. as evil as you guys think. Yeah. We got, forty kilometers we north is kind of rough, but you know we're we're doing pretty good down here. Yeah. Um. But what I was going to say is the 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 whole reason that plastic bags were even introduced was because paper the 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 plight of the paper bag. Right. Too many trees. Uh, we were wasting trees. Hmm. It, uh, it was essentially bad for the environment that we were we were using pl- paper bags, right? And so we, the plastic bag was introduced because it was cheaper and more cost effective and didn't kill trees. Mm. Right, this was big in the big plastic boom, I guess. And again, I'm not a historian; I don't know when this happened. <laughs> Sounds but, like a '70s movement. Exactly. But essentially, uh, here here's the issue that I'm seeing in this. Not, I'm I'm pretty sure that okay, it's not the issue. Wasn't these plastic bags are bad for bad for the environment? That wasn't the issue. The issue was um, the consumption of these bags. Every time we get them. We, we just throw them in the garbage. We get more. We throw them in the garbage. garbage. We get more. Yeah. The same mentality applies to this new product. We're doing the same shit, except except because they cost a bit more. Yeah. We're keeping them around longer. Yeah, and this they is still, still end up in the same spot. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, but the whole the, the argument is, oh, this is a, a plastic bottle that's been recycled, so it's already getting, it's already justified its its existence, right? Mm. But when I make the plastic bags out of uh, out of those plastic bottles, is it like a different grade of plastic? I'm not a plastic plastic <laughs> plastician. <laughs> What's the term of that? Plastic engineer. <laughs> But, but but here but it, like you see it every day at the grocery stores. People like okay today I went to go buy some fruit at the <laughs> at the grocery store and like I, I forgot the bag and I was like fuck fuck yeah I'm not buying a new bag so like I'm going with my big pile of food out, outside with it. But like the thing is um this cat man <laughs> loves me. What's its name? Uh, Zoe. Zoe. Hi. <laughs> um, okay, so cat. Yeah, exactly. Um, so essentially, what? <laughs> what do you want? She just like slammed her she paws wants, against yeah, me. Yeah, she wants to get on the podcast. Yeah, cat, 
cat pet, cat, cat cast. cast. <laughs> exactly. Uh, pussy cast. <laughs> I bet you get a lot of downloads over that. <laughs> but okay, so I am pussy cast. Yeah, but I mean, okay. Already, these plastic bags—the original ones that we've been using—they're already getting recycled in my household. Which, what I would do way, is, when like I got them, gold. what I what I would do with them is, instead of buying those garbage bags, I would the ones from that I got from the store, I would I would store them and then use them as garbage bags for like the bathroom or yeah. whatever, the smaller ones. Yes, which is what a lot of people did. Yeah. But right now, like, I go to the liquor store right now because they still give away the liquor store. Yeah. And it feels like I'm robbing a fucking bank. Don't they I'm have like, to, though, at the liquor store because of the fact that you can't have the alcohol label outside or some shit? Really? I, I don't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> walk out with a case of beer just be like, hey, I'm going to town with Alexander Keith. Well, the case, case isn't, isn't bad, but a bottle. It's true. I think it's a thing. Yeah. But yeah. I literally feel like I'm peddling fucking drugs when I'm into buying like, a, like <laughs> man, what you gonna do? I'm with just that like bag? you make throwing some extra, throwing some extra, and buddy's like, yeah, I got your hook up right here. Start throwing in extra <laughs> bags. I will run out of the store like I just fucking robbed it. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, okay, I, the heart, their heart, the people that pushed this through, their heart was in the right place. It was. The whole idea was. And it was a fucking kid, like a literally a grade twelve. Fucking no! Oh, wouldn't it be crazy if we found out that the kid's dad actually worked for the company that made the bags? <laughs> Damn you, Osborne! <laughs> Back to the ark. <laughs> Fucking true, though, man. Oh, what are you doing? Stop breaking shit. Did I cut her? No, we're good. Okay. So, bag man, bad. Okay, what's next? No, well, no, no. I'm not done with this. I'm literally not done with this. It, it really annoyed me today. But like, uh, what I was, what I was getting at it. Okay, what we were talking about. Um, yeah, the, the kid. It was started out by a kid. The, their their heart was in the right place. But Agreed. here's the thing: the, the what needed to change wasn't what we were using for plastic bags. What needed to change is the. The, our mentality of how we use them. What we did with them. Like, what, like, basically, what would, essentially, why not just charge more for the existing plastic bags so that way we recycle what we already have? What do you mean charge more? Like, actually charge Like, those, more those, thin, those thin bags? Why not just charge more for those? But what would that do? They'd still have the same it, problem. It, well, no, because then we'd be, we'd be using the bags that we have at home, or at least the ones that we use this time around, we'd be but think recycling about it. them. Like, like what, and what? they're easier to carry, man. There's like, you could, shit, you could literally fit like 20 of them in your front pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what they're worried about, like, as much as everyone says, oh, I recycled the plastic bag. Okay, we buy groceries, we put it in our pile of fucking bathroom garbage, and what, is that, what do you do with that bathroom garbage? When it's full? You dump everything into the garbage, it still ends up in the landfill. That was what they were worried about. Regardless of how many times we recycled it, in your quotes, it still ended up in the landfill. And that's what they wanted to avoid. These plastic bags, as much as they're mounding in people's homes, and it's probably going to take over the fucking town eventually, is because people aren't going to throw them out. You're right. No I, plastic bag. <laughs> Don't worry about Skynet. Worry about the reusable bags. Well, here's a th- another thing. I remember they passed uh, another thing around the same time where now there's only a certain amount of garbage that the garbage man will take from you. I test them. Like, you do not like that. <laughs> I take like out the window. <laughs> I load, 7 in the morning. I pick it up. Fuck it. Pick lo- it up. I load that curb up, man. I must have had at least 10 bags yeah. out there one day, and they haven't said shit to me yet. What they should do is do uh, random audits where, like, you're forced to recycle. You have to recycle by law. And then they'll audit people from time to time, well, have you and heard, then you get fined. Have you heard the latest news? What? Curbside recycling pilot program. Abbasan and Sapri Creek. Oh, right on. It has started already, which I think is a fucking immaculate. Yeah. But it goes down to now they got to hire a whole bunch of extra workers. I'm actually very curious to see how this pilot program works off because I think it's fucking absolutely excellent. Pussies are playing. <laughs> I think it's an absolutely excellent idea mm-hmm. because this is exactly what they need. Now, the only problem is, does Fort McMurray have a recycling plan? I know they didn't, but I'm not too sure what the- Oh, we've well, got the bottle recycling area. Well, yeah. But and I know that at the dump, there's like the certain areas where it's like, TVs go here, porn right here, condoms <laughs> here. <laughs> 
eventually it all just gets covered dirt in the same yeah. pile. I know there was expansion, and I'm sure hopefully someone will send us an email, which I'll give an email someone. address after. <laughs> Correct me on this. I know there's a big expansion at the dump. I do believe they put a recycling facility there, which is why this uh, curbside recycling program got yeah. lifted. And here's the, the thing: I've had to go to the dump because our our I'm, like we must waste so much so much fucking garbage at my place because like me and my brother because <laughs> the thing is like literally we've they haven't picked up our garbage sometimes and then we'll have to go to the dump and I know the dump right because it's so weird the dump is like it's like Willy Wonka's but for garbage. <laughs> It was like the, the chocolate lake, the, the, cho- the chocolate lake, but it's not chocolate. <laughs> Do not go into the brown yeah, lake. Augustus Sloop drinks the water, just dies. Returns fun. Turns a big blue bird. Violet, she's Boom. turned violet. No, she's dead. <laughs> she's not breathing. Okay, so that's what I had to say about plastic. So Egypt and Libya. Okay, I guess no, no, I, I want to go. Okay, okay. So, all right, there you go. Little interesting note, you hear me in that segment say I want to capture a picture, a candid picture. I know I have that picture somewhere, and I've been desperately trying to find it for ages now. And when I say ages, probably at least five or six minutes. <laughs> but I know I have that picture, and I'm going to post it because it's just a, a good memory of her. I'm, I'm, if you haven't known me by now, I'm a very sentimental person, so... Uh, I definitely want to see that one again and post it because that's literally our first, uh, our first episode and you'll see how ridiculous we look with these headsets on. Um, so I will definitely track that down. All right. Let's go into the final, uh, section of episode one where you actually hear, how, you actually will get to hear our, our how we created this, the sign off. Uh, we had no plan going into this thing and, Ever since episode one, we've been we've been using the same sign off. So let's continue on our epic uh, journey. Okay, so I, I obviously don't know enough about this issue, but I found it incredibly interesting. Um, and also, I want to make that reference to supervillainy. Um, <laughs> okay, so I heard recently there's a reality show that's supposed to be coming to Fort Mac. Yes, I told you, and you made fun of me very steady for it. Well, yeah, it's, would you not? Apply I still to think it's a stupid idea. Who well, cares? first of all, I'm not going to apply for it because apparently it's about the women, women in the oil yeah, sands. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's about the women of the oil sands or women in the workplace. It's some bullshit. Like, that pretty much is where my interest stopped in it. But would you not apply to be on a reality show based on Fort McMurray? Fuck that. Any show. What if Survivor or fucking... No, reality shows Jersey are retarded. Like, we want Tito and we want Tito right now. Fuck them. <laughs> reality shows are retarded to begin with. So why the hell would I want to be part of this? You don't like reality shows? I still think Survivor. That's... Just because I know I could dominate that It's game. so stupid, though. You, yeah, you're going to dominate Survivor. Fucking right. It's all mental, man. It's cerebral. Yeah, yeah. okay. You are, you are aware that it's not an hour that they film you for. It's like the entire day. <laughs> you're going to be all psyched at the beginning of the day. and be like, let's get a camera out of my face. <laughs> Throw me a sandwich. Now, um, I, I, okay. At first, I thought this, this whole reality show idea was going to be stupid because just from the get-go, all reality show before Murray, it's going to shed a bad light. But apparently... The cause, at least the way they're presenting it, is good. They're saying women in the workplace because, I mean, that's one of the things that Ferrari should really be proud of because of the fact that we're very equal opportunity employer here when it comes Which to women in the workplace. Which is why the thing free made no sense to me. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So I guess you're stressing that point again. <laughs> but no, I mean, <laughs> I going back it, but I, I, my my concern is that this uh, reality show might uh, spin spin that uh, or uh, flip that coin over again. The cat. <laughs> Fucking hope so, or someone's yeah. downstairs. It might flip that coin again because the the biggest the problem. Like, Shut the fuck up. Are you? Are you, wait, hang on. Am I talking? Now you talk. 
Yeah, I'm good. Okay, we're good. Jeez, why am I paranoid about that? But um, we talk for an hour. If it didn't record, I'm just gonna be like, "That's it. The fucking project's over." Yeah. Um, I guess my concern is like because in terms of entertainment, they have to cut that show so that it's interesting to the viewer. They can't just be like, "No, you're right." Where well, I come home from work <laughs> and then I make myself. Well, think about it. Like, if Safe Survivor, for example, if you're filming Survivor in HD, I might add, yeah. you're the film crew or you're the editor. Yeah, you have. 24, no, wait. It's have, you, have you ever watched Jersey Shore? That in, the I entire, am very proud to say that I've never watched That Jersey show Shore. is literally cut to make it look interesting. Like, literally in that it hour, to, that hour-long program, that hour-long program is probably five minutes of, of, of footage. That And I've only seen one episode, but holy shit, I felt stupid after watching it. Do you know who likes Jersey Shore? Who? Women. Why? Oh, yeah. Because it, they're... It's a soap opera. Well, no, it, it, bullshit. it involves sex, which women, I don't care anymore. Well, women no, love it's not just women. It's it's everyone loves sex, and that's what sells. Well, no, but women are attracted to more sex. Where guys, like, yeah, we love our fucking sex, but, like, it's, it, the show's got to have more support to it, right? And they got hot guys on the show. That's pretty much Are they hot, though? Women. Are they hot? Ladies? <laughs> Punching your votes. Yeah. Yeah, he, email. <laughs> wait, he, he's going to put the email here. Are those guys really hot? Because... Uh, okay, here, here's how, how successful these actors are. They're literally doing shows in Edmonton. Like, I mean, they're they're big MTV celebrities, and they're coming... Well, I guess that's unfair to say, but yeah. Because I know Lady Gaga's coming to Edmonton or something. Not that really? I'm a fan of Lady Gaga or something. Yes. Holy shit, man. Almost two hours. I know. Well, how do you feel? How do you feel that went? feel that went good? It, it went really good. Well, we're not, we're not completely done yet, but yeah. What? Well, no. you have more talk about? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I probably have more material for next week, but there yeah. There you go. All right. So... Hopefully this is the first of many YMM podcasts. Hopefully. We uh, we do got an email address out. Hopefully people can comment. You can send your thoughts, topics you want to hear, arguments, or you can just email us to make fun of us. Either way, it's ymmpodcast at hotmail.com. Ooh, hotmail. Prestigious. That's right. We got to go back to grade six style. Right on. Um, are you going to make a Twitter page as well? Maybe well, in the future? Let's start here. We'll, 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 we'll see where it goes. We'll slowly build. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, yeah. And if you guys have any concerns, concerns. If you guys, if I you guys am concerned opinion, about his breathing. Yeah. That's annoying the oh, shit yeah, out yeah, of me. We, we just listened to a bit of the recording, and uh, there's a bit on uh, on the breathing side there. We haven't determined who it is. He's moving. I'm gonna start holding my breath now. Um, okay. And uh, I guess uh, we're gonna sign off now. So ymmpodcast at hotmail.com. You will hear more from Totsky and Tito. TNT. I promise you. Uh, no, that's good. Uh, do you have a sign-off? Do you, did you think of a, of a sign-off to do? Nothing that doesn't copy Kevin Smith. <laughs> mm. Well, it's got to be something for a Murbis, right? Fuck you, I want the money? No, 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 no. Um, oh, how about this? How about this? Uh, I'll see you next rotation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next set. I'll see you the next set, man. All I'm, right. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. See you next set. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. The highlights of the very first podcast, uh, the very first YMM podcast, and hopefully the very first of a, of a long line. Wow, just listening to that, and really see how much we've changed. <laughs> uh, we've grown so much. Like we got a website now, ymmpodcast.com, that has all of our episodes on it, plus blogs of our thoughts. Uh, as well as links to all kinds of other cool stuff and all of our events that we've done as well. Um, we've even migrated mobily uh, to Stitcher. 
uh, basically with the Stitcher app, uh, the free Stitcher app, I might add, uh, you can listen to uh, the show anywhere uh, on the go, uh, anywhere on your phone, on your on your tablet. Uh, it's a pretty cool desktop feature as well if you want to use that instead of going uh, directly to the podcast website. So uh, definitely download it or head to Stitcher.com or just search Stitcher in any of the app and then uh, search Wyman Podcast and you'll find us. Uh, iTunes, uh, can't thank Jesse enough, as we've mentioned there. Uh, Jesse Nash helped us immensely by getting the website up and running, the, uh, and also helps us maintain it now. And he got us all up in iTunes, so you can subscribe to us on iTunes as well. Uh, just search YMM Podcast in the iTunes store, and uh, you'll see us be able to subscribe to us, and our new shows downloaded all the time. We even developed a proper email now instead of using that stupid Hotmail one. <laughs> Show at YMM Podcast. We got a Facebook page, facebook.com slash YMM Podcast. We got a Twitter page, at YMM Podcast. Instagram, YMM Podcast. Uh, we're all over the place, uh, so we've grown so much uh, since those uh, since episode one. Uh, and like I said, th- those were just uh, my personal highlights. Uh, definitely go check out the full episode. Uh, we actually done a lot more. Uh, like we talk about Egypt and, and Libya, as you heard, we actually compared uh, the Egypt and Libya uh, revolution to a uh, WWF wrestling match, which I thought was uh, rather hilarious. And of, and of course, just inappropriate as all hell, but, uh, uh, you know, it's always a good time. And we actually, uh, in the first episode, we broke down like a CTV video story uh, where they were making the suggestion that uh, Fort McMurray or should be just up and moved like 50 miles north, uh, right into the middle of the oil sands, which I always got a kick out of. Like, come on. Uh, that's taken right out of The Simpsons. So uh, lots more in episode one uh, that you should definitely check out. It's actually funny for that CTV story. We actually aired the audio, and you can hear uh, Tito and I talking like during it, and we actually sound like those two old guys from The Muppets. Uh, so call it funny or call it annoying, but either way, check it out. This is just the first one. I, I kind of wanted to go into some details of the first episode, uh, but I want to continue the origin story uh, as we lead up to the 100th uh, episode uh, live, uh, February 22nd at the Keanu Recital Theater. Um, so over the next couple weeks up until the big show, just look for sporadic podcasts. Because uh, you know me, I haven't been on time, I think, since the start of the show. So uh, I'm going to be releasing uh, highlights, clip shows, Hell, we're doing a bottle episodes. <laughs> Look for that for the next couple of weeks. Um, and once again, uh, it's just join us. Join us for our live 100th show. Uh, I can't promo it and hawk it and, and spend it enough. February 22nd, uh, down at the Canada Recital Theater. It's going to be our live, uh, first time we're ever doing a live podcast. Uh, and I've been wanting to do one for a while, as uh, we'll share the story that night. Uh, myself, Tito, Steve, and Ash, we got some friends, some guests coming in. Uh, John Mick is going to be doing a, a comedy set. We're going to be showing the Winter Reels movies. Uh, and if you want to join in the Winter Reels Film Challenge, uh, definitely check out YMMFMA.com. That challenge starts February 12th. Uh, big money and prizes up for grabs. All the details and ticket information, ymanpodcast.com. And I can't wait to show you guys uh, the journey that uh, that we've been on. So stay tuned uh, to hear more of our YMM Podcast origin story. It's going to be a journey for the ages.
You might even hear me cry. Of course, like everyone wants to hear me cry. So, uh, for this episode of the YMM Podcast, on behalf of Tito, Steve, and Ash, I'm Todsky, and we'll see you next set. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. Thank <laughs> you.